0: I'm gonna talk about Hashem. I'm gonna talk about the chandelier. Whatever you want. <laughs> I'm welcome for <to> suggestions. <coughs> Can we combine all three somehow. <laughs> I want to ask you a simple question. If you never heard the answer. I don't think anybody ever thought of this question. If you get the answer, I give you five hundred dollars cash. <laughs> cash. Why did Hashem make that you have to eat twice a day or three times a day? You don't have to do anything. for it. In the morning, Baruch Hashem, we get up, we breathe by ourselves. You feel. Unfortunately, if you can't breathe by yourself, if some people have to walk around with, as I see them walking around, with a little uh, oxygen hearing, you get up in the morning. You hear even at night. That's why you don't make a brach on hearing. Most people live their whole lives so and they don't thank Hashem once for hearing. They come to the next world, and Hashem said "They say, Hashem says, go to the left." I'm not going to get. i not want to get a little scared too. You said oh, I did mitzvahs, but you never thanked me for hearing, so I had to use the mitzvahs. To compensate for the gift of hearing, it talks about hearing. Because there's no bracha about hearing. The reason why there's no bracha is because it never stops. You hear when you sleep too. You don't see when you sleep. So bracha in hearing, seeing you making the mood. So it comes after 120, and you hear it for let's say 90 years, and you never once verbalize, even in your mind, to Hashem for hearing. Bah. I wouldn't notice, I don't notice from Robert Miller, so it's, it's all Robert Miller, I also never thought about hearing. That's why sometimes you bump into somebody that has a hearing aid. Ooh, I don't have a hearing aid. But now, what do we have to eat for? I don't do nothing for hearing. Get up in the morning, look at the day. In the eyes, imagine in the morning you get up, and it'll take 15 minutes for your eyes to get to, you know, first you see blurry, and then you see black and white. Right away, you open up your eyes, you see right away, clear. Uh, it's almost uh, a gift from Hashem. Kasha somebody wakes up in the morning, it's blurry. Right away, it waits a little bit. If it doesn't go away, goes to the doctor, send a neurologist, brain tumor, Kasha Shalom. Shem irachem. eating, what I got to eat for? Maybe okay, she should make. You can live with eating. Good Kasha. Have you entered your mind? Have you entered my mind until I met Rabbi Miller? Nothing entered my mind. If you know, I have to tell you something. I was brought up in a good place. This is my grandfather. My mother's father was one of the it's older Rabbanim. And he came from Europe in 1938. They had the nicest family. And from those Rabbanim who came to America from... They say he had the nicest. So much friendship was his father. If you know who my uncles were, they were great men. And he came here with seven kids. And they all turned out to be... You know, great men. I was brought up by him, and then I ate with Moshe Feinstein every Shabbos for many years. See that man on the wall? I live in the East Side. That's why I'm not, because I was brought up in the Lower East Side. <coughs> I got married to Robert Miller's granddaughter, so when I was engaged, Robert Feinstein told me, don't be a big shot, listen to Robert Miller, who makes up Maddie. <laughs> then Robert Miller wasn't so popular yet. He became much more popular after he left the floor. So, I got married, and mushroom was still living, but three years later, he was because I anywhere had to accept somebody else you know, as you know, somebody to ask. So I, picked, I picked up a hill Who was I going to pick anyway? So he asked this question. That's why he always carried these apple seeds and orange seeds in his pocket six days a week. I took it out after he was passed away. I asked this rebutton if I could inherit his pits. He had hundreds of them. I sold some already, but. He, kept, he polished them <laughs> even. You ever heard of a man who polished the seeds? He made the captain clean, he always had them in his pocket and he used to look at them from time to time. I'll tell you why he looked at them. Seeds. Nobody did this. Th- this is a uh, rarity rather no? <laughs> 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 So he says like this, because he asked the question as a bit a Now I carry I don't carry the seeds, I keep them here, because even if I'd carried them out on his level, but, just to remember that you're such a person it says the English thing in I'm going to tell you the two Pesukim I'll read it to you from inside you ready for this? you got my age you got to take off your glasses to see <laughs> I can never get used to the bifocals. Gabriel okay, gives a command Perich Aleph, chapter 1, verse 11. Good. Yayim Hashem, Gabriel said, Gabriel gave a command Tatshe Ars, let the earth sprout, Dashev vegetation, Asaf herbage, Mazriel yielding seed. Eight spirit trees of fruit, I supreme that its seed is within it on the earth. Eivish has to give a command that this should be to make an apple tree, right? This is a miracle, right? This makes an apple tree. So we understand why Hashem says when he's telling that the earth should produce vegetation or fruit, but when it's. That's Pasuk In the Pasuk Chav test, it says, said, Indeed, I have given to you called aisel, all herbage zareya zara yielding seed. Veskol aisel, that you should be able to eat it. So, for es, Miller, why is the mentioning? It? Why is Hashem mentioning the seed again? Here he's telling us you're allowed to eat. So why mention the seed? In Pasuk Yudalif it has to mention the seed because Hashem is giving a command that this should make an apple tree or an orange tree. But in Pasuk Chav the is saying that you can eat. I give you, I let you eat. So why mention the seed? So this question, Rabbi Milias. but I spoke, about, I once said this question in public and somebody told me that the Rishonim is this question, but I didn't know where, so I didn't bother to look so much. I'm sure if he asked Rabbi Berkowitz, he would know, but I don't know where the Rishonim, I didn't bother. And the answer is as follows: The whole purpose of eating is you should think about the seed to see the greatness of Hashem. So that's why the Pussach says when you eat, Remember the seed. How did, this, how did this bread come into being from, the, from seed? You planted wheat. So you'll see the greatness of Hashem. So every time you eat, you're supposed to remember, hey, the greatness of Hashem. So that's why he kept this in his pocket. And every time he wanted to remind himself different ways of the greatness of Hashem. he would look at this seed and smile, see the greatness of Hashem. This has, he used to say, I don't know how he knew that, but it said in the science books too, there's one million pieces of information in this seed. I don't know how it fits even but I looked it up somebody told me they looked it up they googled it and they said this has a million pieces of information so this is one of the ways and then Rabbi Miller said that's why we say in Benching Ba'avur Shmai we eat in order to see his great name so Ebishta wants to help us out because we came to this world to see the greatness of Hashem so one of the ways we see it is by eating. that's why he said. that's why he said. So once I once ate with him breakfast and I put on my son's, my oldest son's phone. I went to New York to be, but he didn't travel. He never came to Lakewood. He, didn't, he was very careful with his time. Every minute was you know, counted there. Yeah. He didn't waste nothing. He couldn't talk anymore. <coughs> it, it, wasn't, it, was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't geschmack, you know. <laughs> that's what Everybody has his style. But he didn't answer the phone more than half an hour a day. He never waste so I came to put on film by my son, you know, today it's a uh, mini, you know, you put on by by Khash You did film. In the olden days, when I grew up, they would say, "Well, you come to put on film by me? But today we have to encourage the new generations. So. so I came, I figured, so he invited me up for breakfast with my son. My two, I went with my two sons. And I, he's eating, he washes and he's smiling, he's laughing, I miss him. What's so funny? You know, he says, miracles are happening. And he started explaining me this alive and this is going here and this is going here. And, uh, and there's more miracles in the bread than the splitting of the sea and she's screaming from the kitchen in Yiddish she only smokes Yiddish she says he does this three times a day seven days a <laughs> week. don't think he's putting on a show for you <laughs> he does this and nobody's here <laughs> so when he ate it was a whole avoider because like, he was like you know uh, it was a whole service of Hashem so that's why he carried this place and uh, so now you know why we have to eat why the did it for us a chesed now his main service of Hashem was he always focused on what Hashem does not what he does, you know the goodness of Hashem when he lost his grandson in a car accident, he was 36 years old he died in a car accident in Edz Yisrael he went to Edz Yisrael to his sons, I don't know so um, it happened Thursday so they had a hookup. The levaya wasn't there to so because he died. So i weren't going to bring him back here. So he was at Solomon, So he made the levaya. The funeral. They had a hookup in the Solomon flat. And Rabbi Miller wasn't going to stay up to one o'clock because it was. Said he had a busy day. He gave shiurim every day. He gave Shura on Friday too. So he gave a husband in the afternoon on a tape. So I called his wife and I asked him. And Thursday night he gave his lecture. That's the famous lecture So I called up his wife. His Rebbe and asked him is the giving a shit? And I. He says, You think he's a lady? He doesn't fall apart so fast. He's giving regular <laughs> When he gave this shit, nobody knew if he did know, if he didn't know, because he didn't show anything. And people saw when he came in, he ripped off the signs that there's, a, that there's a hookup tonight. And he spoke for an hour and a half regular. He had a very nice complexion. Like he had a... And we didn't, they didn't know, I knew he knew, but the people didn't know, because he didn't say a word, he didn't show anything on his face. So there's a chesidish young man who lives in Muncie. His name is Moshe Goldman. He's a very special, unique English. He's a lot of broken people. He has a tremendous career. So he called up Rabbi Miller the next day, did you know that Rabbi the Did you know that your identical died when you spoke or you didn't know? Because you spoke like nothing happened. Well, what are you, do you have, and then, then he asked, do you have human emotions, Rabbi? Are you human? So my mother said, I'd rather have human emotions. And I love my children a t- tremendous amount, but I don't show it to them. But inside I pray for each and every. My mother in law says, when the anacle, when he heard there came to the time that his grandson died, my fault. So my mother in law was the oldest one there. She says, Papa, why is it your fault? She says, Because if I would have died in bed, maybe we would not have. Yeah? then he says like this is. so he tells this guy what do you want I'm 92 years old you know how many breakfasts I ate in my life you know how many lunches I ate in my life how many nights I slept in the bed I never slept on the floor He says, even this old vodka I had a bed so if you, you ate off all the Horashem and how many times did I go to the bathroom in my life millions of times he says so if you put it on a scale so I had a tragedy but equal it up it doesn't even come he says the problem with us is we forget that yesterday we ate. We forget that there was a chesed yesterday. So we look at only right now. I remember all the chesed that Hashem did for me when I was three years old. So I had a tragedy. It's never going to be the same, but that doesn't wipe out all what Hashem does for me. but yeah, well, he looked at it a whole different way. So he says, it's never going to be the same. He, with this grandson, he was close because he was our solo member. And the last year, Rabbi Miller had cancer in his blood. It didn't affect his life. He just died. You know, went to the hospital Monday and died Thursday. But this grandson, he was close with a because he took his vitals from him. But he, he didn't... Uh, he always focused on what Hashem does. He never like, spoke about tragedies and these type of things because he held it doesn't bring anything... When we come better, we come better. But once you focus on it, you can't have a bad picture. Let me tell you my famous muscle, and then I'll let you go. This muscle is worth a trillion dollars, you ready? I'm giving you a trillion dollars now, and I'm not even charging you. (laughs) Can I give you a drink, maybe? Yes. Yeah, we So yeah, you yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. general it's a, yeah. he has a yeah, to do it. yeah, just is it a for us to a remember that, it's like a person remember, I mean, it's the same idea. So here's my famous muscle Are you ready? Yeah. Isn't that awesome? no, I don't want to stand. If This wood, you have wood. Thank you. When are you going back? Today still? Or tomorrow? Tomorrow, the list more. That's good. So, you Thank were here last week, then you went back and said, Louis? Yes, Okay, so here's the famous marshal. great. Make a to me. So, I was offered $10 million cash. i am been to cash. If Matsyum Kippur, because usually I don't dive in the yeshiva, yeshiva, yeshiva perhaps. So I, have a, I dive in somewhere else. So I was offered to dive in, base iron is where the biggest minions for the BMG. If I dive in the Yom and Matsum Kippur is going to be parked a the car there worth $20,000, and I have to, when everybody comes out, because usually Matsyum Kippur you do Kiddush Levana. I have to stand there with a hatchet and smash the car till it's gone. When everybody comes out, that's what I gotta do. So I didn't know what to do. If I should do it, $10 million. That's a lot of money, it's cash, I don't have to report it. To <laughs> and I could support my children, my grandchildren, that's a you know. So uh, I didn't know what to do. So I'm going to say, I've sent a shleigh. And he smiled. When I Heard the question, they didn't answer. I usually answer everything on the spot. He thought for like 30 seconds and he's smiling the whole time with a big, bright smile. And this is all video, you know. And he says he should do it. But the deal with the guy was that I can't tell nobody that I had the, that I asked the crime, so I'm kept by night. Usually, I'd in a different place and I'm there for many years. So they came to my house to find out why I'm not coming. Usually, I would let somebody know. Where I am, I said I have to daven this year. I have a special reason. I have to dive in BMG and base iron. So two of people that were daven next to me all year said they'll dive with me. They felt bad for me because okay, I daven regularly. Everybody was wondering in base. I'm an old time a lake here and I never daven in Yom Kippur, know, Yeshiva. They even gave me an aliyah because I'm not, I'm a Koyan I haven't been there for 30, yeah. 26 years. I'm not there, I've And I'm from the elderly guys there. So I figured I have a coin. Everybody's wondering what am I doing here? Do. Did my shoe kick me out? Didn't they kick me out at wheel? Nothing, I said. Once Yom Kippur, I go out with the hatchet, with my talus and kettle, I start banging the car. The two guys from who were down next to me who came special to down with me because they down with me a whole year, I said, Rabbi, you flipped? <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Hello. Please come. That's all SWAT teams, um, psychiatrists, psychologists, Everybody, they bring Rabbi Ulster, Rabbi Cutler. So come, you gotta stop. Nobody's gonna look at your books. You're done for life. I know what I'm doing. And I'm standing there, hatching all the blogs come out. You know, you have these blogs and 98% said we always said that comb was my sugar. now he proved it <laughs> yeah. and 2% are, 2% are sticking up for me and this guy said L I took very serious this year so I just posted snapped you know, you know he snapped so, uh, El, from Tisha I was talking about El uh, you Madin you Madin serious uh, come home to this house they even got my wife to come I had a, a notorious note from the police that I'm allowed to, from the owner of the car I'm allowed to do it because now they were going to Nobody could stop. Even being my wife. I said, I know you am gonna come home. She says, uh, you? We're not, we're going somewhere now. We're going to the mental war. They so come to me to Rabbi a Kamenetsky to Philadelphia to find out what I should do with you. You embarrassed the whole town. There, I take out the video with the with the ten million dollars cash. I said, Okay, no. now you deal with it. The Kamenetsky is undisputed godl. Everybody always what he is. He said I should do it. Take the $10 million dollars cash, do what you want with it. But now I have to report on already because <laughs> <laughs> I lost out the taxes I have to pay taxes on it. End the story. Now it goes back on the blogs. So the ones who hold for me say, oh look how smart he was. He went to Yes Shmuk- he went to Isak Khan Knievsky." And my them, you always have to have some them. You know, guys who don't, say, okay, But I'm back where I started, plus I have $10 million, it's only about nine, plus one million I could give away, not the government. Now, take me out of the picture, because I'm not normal. Take a stable person, he will not do damage, unless there's something great in the damage, then he didn't do the damage. I damaged a $20,000 car, I got $10 million, right? That's a person. Hashem, when he looks like he does something damaging, he takes away a young man, a young lady, there must be something greater in him doing that act and not doing back. If not, he wouldn't do it. Because a human being won't do something. So the Ebi it really has intrinsic mercy. So must be there's something great. The only difference is over here, you saw the $10 million at the end. And the, to see over here the truth, you got to wait till you get upstairs. You're not in a rush to get upstairs. That's the martial she was trying to find the money, find the money. <laughs> <laughs> no when I say this over sometimes in public people ask me did it <laughs> happen <laughs> <laughs> one guy said can I come for some money I said it's only a made up story <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> it's like we have a person coming also you should go back straight to Yudas and need him desperately the Meshichah, the Chofetz Chaim says the main thing in the Meshichah, the hardest is to, to be to believe in our God's Bible. I mean, the Torah is sprouting all over, everybody's learning today, much more than they ever learned. Chesed, not to believe the organization is what you have today. But uh, <laughs> believing that the apesh is good, whatever it does is good, that's the hardest thing. We're getting closer and closer. <coughs> so, Hashem Sheben Shebu, a pleasure seeing you. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, it's great to... Uh, I don't know him, but I know his sister now. She's a, <laughs> they're also, all the same blood. His <laughs> sister is, uh, lives around the block from a uh, very special <coughs> woman. I know he's special. The whole family is special. They come from... I uh, just want to tell you one little story from his... Uh, it was a idiot who was just now Nifte in Israel. His name was Yitzchak Gizansky. He was a cousin to, to his, his, his mother and of Kamenetsky's wife, who were sisters. And this is, he was a nephew for of Kamenetsky. He was brought up by, by his great, son, yeah. by his great-grandfather. So he was just Nifte. He was a big tzaddik. Not stam. he was a hidden tzaddik. Mm-hmm. But the stiples said on him, that his to go straight to Shemayim. He didn't say it on me and you. He said it on me. He was a very holy man, a hidden person. Uh, anyway, so he went through the concentration camp. His father was burnt in the co- His father was the Mashgich of His father was a shvuggator, Bianchov Kamenetsky, and he wanted Bianchov Kamenetsky to come back from America. To Europe, but Bianchov didn't come back. Bianchov wanted to come back, but he didn't give in at the end for a certain story. And because of course, he saved his whole family, and that's why you have him here today. So uh, anyway, so he, so he, he, his whole family, he, his family, his, his mother died when he was an infant. That's when he was brought up by his uncle. His father was left with eight children, and most, all of them got killed. Besides his three sisters and him, he came to Israel. This is someone just told me about it, after shivered Came to Israel after the war. He went through the whole Kavner He was in the war over four and a half years. Came to Israel. He went into the Chabad in in Yerushalayim. In the middle of the night, three o'clock in the night, and he was crying, a swarm farm, shank. he went to the bookcase, and he was crying. Do they know that Rabbi Isaac Sher walked in, also three o'clock in the morning, to this message? Rabbi Isaac Sher was the reshiver in Salabotkin, in Europe, after the altar left to Yushala, the heaven. And he, he walks over to him and says, Yitzhakul, that's what he used to call him as a kid, why are you crying for? So he says, I didn't see a Gomorrah for over four years, I shouldn't cry. So he asked, what did you see? He says, I saw blood, 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 blood. So Isaac Shep put us in, this was the turning point of his Bitcock's life. From 17 he died when he was 92. Put his hand around his shoulder and he told him, It's a kill. you gotta close the old book and start a an new book. book. And from then on he smiled the rest of his life. He was the happiest man around. You know man, he came to both of us. My sister said she drove him around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he I, I knew him, he used to come to my shoulder a little bit. He was such a happy man that uh, Sorry, Mr. Sheshban, you shouldn't have to close the old book. Keep up your good book, what you have right now, you, and you should keep on doing your avodah Hashem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have you heard the story about him? Who? The came to his friend in a chalm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "In the good place, S- yeah." S- yeah. Is it that S- S- said night. Yeah, before he was buried. No. Yeah, yeah. His wife told him on the telephone. Is that, is that a kasha? By by, tzaddik can't Yeah. can't yeah. 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 Listen, uh, I'm sure she. I'm sure. Uh, uh, his friend is a a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His Revitz and stuff? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, is Robinson, is Robinson yeah she called him. Oh. I was in the call during the show because I, I adopted his coil. I oh, picked it was, his oh, coil. Tarizabro. Oh, Taris, i Yeah, I adopted his coil, because I knew him, he, he came to drive cries with every shoe. They uh-huh. came to Tarish shy and my shoe to down. Uh-huh. Before, his, before the doctor came, uh, uh-huh. I started to look for the doctor. I said, I want to take a Bitschuk's koil. So uh-huh. Mela I had over the years he used to call me always, uh, the last two years in didn't and he was uh, very, uh, very but uh, somebody went from Shul to that. so they went me. to visit the Rev. she says I wanted to call during Shiva I didn't get the number I did uh-huh. I just talked <coughs> for a while so she told me about this That's my son. she said it was not Stam uh, either Yid. only in Etzisrael you could have that <laughs> you could have such a great man but nobody looks at him. <laughs> There's nothing like him close the way. He didn't eat anything. My wife cries with him. his nephew. It says he didn't eat him. He brought his own food from me. He's done for hours and hours. So <laughs> 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 okay, I'm She continues your good work. I'm Shibanchu. She only has Haslach of Amen. i Could i Can I trouble? Yes. Yeah. Whoever that is for a picture. A picture yeah, for, for sure. Time.